What did you say? Cut it. I said wonderful. Oh. Wonderful. I have character. Oh, okay. wonderful. I'm like the crazy party boy from Germany. <laughs> like, why are they called this parties, okay? I'm like, what accent <laughs> would you like me to talk in? I can I go so it. many. I have so much range. I, I think, are we ready to finally start this podcast? This has been, we've been up in this room for about an hour and a half. We've been setting up the two camera system and it's been hell. Oh, are we recording? We are recording. <laughs> is this going on the show? This is, this is going live. You're live right now, guys. Welcome back to, what was the name of the podcast that we saw? That what, we you, liked? what do you mean? Uh, it's the Man Cave, Man Cave uh, Confessions. confessions. I, this is my confession. Welcome, everyone. To Welcome, armchairies. Welcome. No, Man Cave Confessions. Man Cave Confessies. Yeah, that's that's what, if you're listening, you're a Man Cave Confessie. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds weird. You, you've heard some you've confessions. Heard some, yeah. So how are we doing? What's up, Daniel? How how are you? I feel so distant from you talking to you like from end to end on the couch. We're chilling on a couch. So weird. It's wonderful. Chilling on a couch. This is oh, I figured out the name of our show. Couch surfing. No, casting couch. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> this is the casting couch. This is the casting couch. There's guys. never before been a casting couch. This is the one in, in LA. LA. Never in the valley. Okay, guarantee you that's in the so valley. So I love what you're doing. If <laughs> we, you could just give us a twirl. <laughs> okay, okay, that works. I like what we see here. Uh huh. And so it's really so, hard to get representation and an agent, yeah. like, but I can help you. But what are you willing to do? Yeah, you got to show me that you're invested. And I'll show you that I'm invested. And we could do this right here. If you guys understand this reference, then you're a sick individual. Yeah. But so are we. Yeah. You went against everything. That your mother taught you. Well, that I talked about last week. On the last podcast. So to jump on to our actual topic today, Daniel, what did you want to talk about? What did I want to talk about? What did you want to talk about? How about this? You just had an amazing trip to Sundance Film Festival. I did. Incredible. Tell it was such that. a fun trip. It was in Utah with Kate Somerville. We got to meet the brand owner, Kate Somerville, herself in person. Um, we did snowmobiling. We got to see a movie at Sundance <laughs> called Zola. Uh, freaking epic movie if you guys get to see it. I don't want to go into detail of like explaining it just because like that would give away a lot of the plot of the story and big pieces of it, but amazing movie. I don't, how does Sundance work? Like, do they purchase the movies and then remake them, or do they just purchase them and purchase distribution rights? Oh, I think. Or I think it's a showcasing. Both? Well, I think as a film festival, people are submitting their films to Sundance because they're they're independent films, primarily. I think. Um, but it, to get to the big screen, so to get to the big screen, they're submitting, and Sundance recognizes all these talented. You know, but people are there to buy the movies too, though. Like, oh yeah, distribution to get picked up for so. distribution. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah that's, that's sounds um, right. Right. So, did you buy any movies? I did not buy any movies. You know, I really considered it, but okay, just wasn't in the budget. Yeah, that weekend. You should just pay for a movie for me to be. How honest. about how about we just make a movie? Done. We get, and yeah, because we, we got Sundance. the casting couch. Yeah. <laughs> present it at Sundance. I already have the connection. 
Perfect. There. I, I, my, yeah. my foot's halfway in the door for us. Sweet, dude. But the trip sounds great. <clears throat> the trip was amazing. Um, so probably, when, did you, when did you get back? I've never been to Utah before, so it was a really cool experience seeing all that. We got back on, oh my God, Monday? Yeah, so I'll say real quick, I also got to go to Park City for the you first time. You were there the weekend, the weekend before, before me. And it was amazing snow. And all the locals are going to kill me for... Admitting that and telling you. Um, admitting what? It was amazing snow? Oh, well, not admitting it, but telling it to a public forum because they're trying to keep it a secret. Oh, they try to keep yeah. oh, Park City they secret? Want, yeah. Who doesn't know about Park City? Dude, well, it just got bought by Vail Resorts in the last couple of years. It's like getting more and more popular. It's not like a boutique mountain anymore. So mm. tons of people are, are going. And it's so convenient. Salt Lake is beautiful. Utah is beautiful. Easy to get to. It's so beautiful. It's easy to get to, and that's a big thing too. But for me, I'm not usually one who gets emotional when I see like a grand view. But when we were looking down at the top of the mountain, like it seriously, it it got Take like my breath it away, took my breath away, Daniel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, it's bre- it breathtaking, mesmerizing views. Amazing, Utah, baby, Utah. It's clean. Go there. Beautiful. We sound like a fucking ad for the city. I know. We gotta get off this. Utah. You know. Go there. When. You were not in LA. Some, some tragic news definitely happened. Uh, Kobe. Sunday night, right? Or Sunday, Sunday morning. morning Sunday, yeah. Sunday was our flight. So yeah, we got back on Sunday. You are. I did. I come. Yeah. So God, that was super sad. That LA. Was, there was a cloud over LA. Oh my God! It, you could feel I mean, it. We landed in LA on Sunday, and you yeah, could, you could feel the cloud over LA. Yeah, it was. Everyone was. I mean, there was literally, but like, I mean. Everyone was just crushed. I was out on, in Venice and like devastated. Just started hearing the news like slowly. People are like rumors are spreading and like TMZ released and holy shit, this must be a joke. Um, it's one of those things that you pray is not real. Oh, for sure. And you like, don't you don't even have to be a basketball fan. No. I mean, Kobe's he's just such a class act, like legendary guy. Like in Kanye's words, walking living legend. Man, I feel like Kobe. Like, he, I love that you just brought up lyrics right now. <laughs> this I, is I, such a Daniel thing to do. I sometimes live in lyrics, but oh god, yeah, it, it's just it's heartbreaking. Him, his daughter. He was like, he was he going tra- into a second act. Oh, he was. He transcended know? basketball. Like he oh, was. Sure. He was so much bigger than that sport. And, and just like you're saying, he was moving into his second act in his life and. Who knows? It could have been bigger than his first act. Like he was doing great things. Like he, he was writing children's books, which I didn't even really realize that until his death. When I started seeing information of like what he was doing life post basketball, yeah. and I'm like, what an amazing spirit that this guy had. I, I think he left such a legacy. Honestly, I was that day. I was super sad. Um, I've, I feel like even though Kobe's only nine years older than me. He's been in the spotlight since he was like 17 or 18. So it's yeah. like, I was like eight. Like you grew I, up on him. Yeah. Grew yeah. up with Kobe. Same. I remember when he went to the prom, uh, prom with Brandy and like stuff when I was super young that was like becoming tabloid. Went to the prom with Brandy. Yeah. The, the, the singer, like she was huge. Oh, they me. went to prom together. Well, she was a bit older than him. I think yeah, but it was, a year it was or two. His, his high school prom. Yeah. But oh, that's so cool. He was I didn't kind know of like, that. I think he he got drafted from high school, so it was yeah, like, of course he went straight from right. High so, school. and then just 
becoming like father of the year, just becoming such a passionate dad for his daughters. Yeah. And those videos are heartbreaking watching him on the sidelines with his daughter and like they're, you know, yeah. he's clearly teaching her the game like on the sideline. It's just so sad seeing like but, a young was, life taken. And he was wise beyond his years. He like knew how to be achieve Mamba mentality. Oh God, yeah. So, Oh man, I, I I was so sad, and then I started like googling more and finding out more too, and like stuff that I didn't know he was working on, and I was just Oscar so inspired. Oh, yeah, Oscar winner, it's crazy. It just how does a basketball player win an Oscar? Like that's so crazy to think about. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess if everyone was like as open that mentality. And, well, I I just like as open and kind of, I don't know, thoughtful as he was, then there'd probably be, if they put as much of their like work ethic and their, and their drive for excellence into writing, then it would probably just translate over. But very true. I don't know, man. It was a good one. Uh, super, just what a bummer, but also what an inspiration and yeah. whoa, he just totally, the level of support that people are giving him like is Amazing. insane. Amazing. Like, I mean, the uh, L.A. and um, who were they playing last night? I don't was, know. It was Brooklyn, I think. Maybe. At a game. But they were doing, like, his uh, tribute memorial. Oh, yeah. yeah and like I'm sure you saw some clips mm-hmm. on yeah. SportsCenter and whatnot. Super sad. Yeah. That one. Uh, There's just so much inspiration to take from him. It is. And it's such a powerful reminder that life is short. Mm-hmm. All the ones you love, and you know, focus you never on know. focus on your dreams. Not like only it might chase yeah. them. Yeah. go work like like he did. Um, okay, okay, so where do we go from Kobe? Because that's such like a sad subject. Yeah, you it's know? super sad, but also I'm very inspired. I want to work harder. I'm good. I think I worked no. harder this week because you, of that no, guy. For real, I I felt more empowered this week to like do something different and make a change in my life like permanent type changes like that kind of shit dude like yeah i might join the league join the league is that what you said yeah i said that i can't keep a straight face no (laughs) i'd love to see i'm gonna join the league of extraordinary gentlemen yeah that's that seems more like your league so okay yeah let's talk about some stuff let's talk about sex Sex, baby baby. no well we could (laughs) we could talk about that um, I, you know, what's a, I want to talk about one thing that's exciting. I shot a short film today. You did shoot a short film. And, you know. I'm proud of you for that. Are you going to name drop or are we just going to like. <laughs> I'm. We can keep that on the low. He shot a short film today, people, and we're proud of Daniel. Everyone, I worked with some real professionals, some very you experienced people, worked, and I learned did. so much and it was really cool to be able to do that. And I'm really grateful to my friend who How wrote. was the experience? Like describe the experience. Okay. Yeah. So it was at my friend's house, but there was a whole cast and crew. Well, there were two of us. Was my it friend, in the valley? Huh? It was in Brentwood. Oh, on the west side. West side. West side. We probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, or maybe we should. Or maybe we should. Super cool experience just everyone was so nice the crew was wonderful i learned a lot from everyone sound you know the gaffer the grip 
the DPs. He's got a ton of experience. So it was super exciting working with him. And on your first shoot too. Kind of, kind of one of my first. Like I've been on. You've been on set. I've been on set. I was an extra in my friend's short film last summer. Like little stuff, but it's such a cool. Like I had a camera, like six inches from my face, and I'm in bed, and I'm like in my skivvies oh, for the it scene. Was a bed scene, but it was not. It was a sleep scene, like a dream scene. Okay. okay. So, but it was just super cool to like go through and just see the process and all the you know all these professionals that are getting everything set and getting everything ready for these short. You know, it could be like a five second clip or the whole scene run through the amount of work that goes in for these tiny scenes is insane. Like you you just saw the work we did to set this fucking podcast up. Oh my God. It took me like an hour and a half running around. Daniel's never done this before, so he's not able to help out as much, but he's learning people. I'm learning. I'm taking notes. I'm going to copy the setup. (laughs) It seems so, I mean, we probably don't make it seem effortless, but so many people do. And you don't realize like, Oh my gosh, they got mic set up and the, film and they want to make sure the screens yeah. right and all this stuff and that's just we're like a two-man shop kind of with yeah. this thing a bigger podcast have but like hey producers. we have two cameras now baby do you see this oh shoot we're stepping Bacow. up in the world which yeah. camera you got yeah okay you're not over there never mind you can't see <laughs> but anyway dude we're super exciting what a setup thank you so much that was great um the whole the the film was just a wonderful experience too, and met some real professionals. I can't wait to share it with with people. It'll is be it gonna on, be posted on the tube? Where's it gonna be posted? Uh, tube and probably Instagram. Okay. You know. Well, we're gonna make might sure be my to share first that, Instagram buddy. TV baby. Huh? We're gonna make sure to share that. Oh, for sure. We will out. share it. I'm excited. Hopefully, it's good. I mean, I think everyone is good. I'm mainly questioning <laughs> whether I was good. But, but I mean, the director said that you were great, so. Can't argue with that. He gave me a hug. <laughs> he gave me a hug. <laughs> he gave me a hug, people. That's when you know How you're great a winner. Is that? So, that's super exciting for me. Now you go. Now, 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 me go. Now, now I go. Yeah. Do we? We just spend like the next forty minutes. Like, what was exciting in your What's life? What's exciting yeah. in your life? Oh, I'm going to Japan in a week or so. What do you? I'm going to Cabo. What do you aim first. to learn? Huh? I know. You're going to Mexico, then Japan. I'm going to Mexico. I land at around noon, and then I hop on a red eye later that night to go to Japan, to go to Niseko, the mountain, yeah. Niseko. Pretty pumped about Are you gonna that. you going to ride? Huh? Snowboard? I don't know if I'm going to snowboard or ski, because I'm going with a buddy of mine. He's already going to be out there for a few days. He's a really good snowboarder. I'm not that good at snowboarding, so... Are you a good skier? I'm better at skiing, but I haven't skied since I was young and I used to be really good, but now I have bad knees. So I'm like, I don't know if I want to like risk that. Dude, I feel like on a board, like my legs are connected on one piece. You're like 30 years old. You should have amazing knees. I have terrible knees. Get work done. I have dislocated both of my kneecaps multiple times. Rehab. That's something. not doing it for me. I have ligament damage. Bro. Wait, mm. wait. Tell me. You've got to just keep going. Find experts that can help you. Doctors? Your personal trainer? Can he, does he have knee things? No, I mean, I do leg workouts. Yeah. Like I've, I've built up my leg sure muscles. About that? For, just kidding. You look so good. <laughs> you seen these leg guns? The leg guns? No, I haven't. Those bazookas that you're walking around on? Yeah. No, sure haven't Those seen tin them. Tin cans I'm walking around on? Yeah. <laughs> 
Did steel you, drums. Did you say tin cans? <laughs> steel drums. Compared to your legs to tin cans? Dang, that's steel depressing. Steel drums is what I meant. Um, so yeah, I'm going to Niseko. That's going to be an amazing trip. I've never been to Japan. I don't know, like, with like the coronavirus that's going around, I'm like, are Dude, they infected? Just because I don't think they so sell Corona in Japan, so I think you're fine. Oh, they don't sell Corona? You should be worried about... Cabo though because oh. there's so much corona there you you have a high wow. chance of getting the virus wow you went there <laughs> you went there am I dumb <laughs> no that is a real concern the actual it coronavirus is. my buddy is in China right now he's oh. shooting a film no is he on lockdown where he's at yes like, is it the whole entire country that's on lockdown or is it just that because I think there's one city that's like highly affected I don't know I'm not like super watching. <laughs> You're not on the I'm up and like, up on that. I'm not getting news alerts about, about like the quarantines, but my buddy Cyrus hobby, shout out the man, the myth. He went over to work on this film, it, which it sounded like a really cool thing. They're doing like training and it's going to be like this war film shot in China, but you know, Chinese film company or whatever. And I was so stoked for him. It was like, he left a few weeks ago, a month ago or something. And, um, yeah, now they're like just, like locked up in the room just everyone's wearing masks that's scary it's like yeah it's a, it's a super bummer i hope he's okay i know he's okay yeah but, and he's but gonna still he's, that's like terrifying. he's a resilient fella he's very tough so i think he'll be fine but My parents have been like because i told them i'm going to japan and like so it's like just asia to them and they know that that's where the coronavirus is happening they're like i really wish you weren't going like, I like, really, hey, they keep listen, on telling me this. And like, I'm listen, like, listen, Japan's kind of on an island. No, I, I was looking it's it up. It's a little bit separate. It is, but like I was looking it up and I think there's just as many cases here as there is in Japan. So it's just like, yeah, right. What's the it difference was, it, between me being at home? 100%. In Japan. Go to the source of all. Yeah, but it's, it's so much different. It's a way different country, different people. Yeah. Different uh, piece of land. And that's the biggest thing. So I think you're going to be fine. I think you're going to, man, so is it going to be like a cultural, like you're going to learn some stuff? Um, I hope to learn something. I'm going to have to learn because I'm flying over there by myself. Laura's not coming with me. Are you kidding me, cat? Just call it the podcat. Oh, man. Welcome to the podcast, boo-boo. Boo-boo, what do you, I swear to God, if you talk over Tyler, (laughs) boo-boo. You're just so cute, though. Move your leg, boo. Boo boo. I can't believe you're missing a foot, but you just he is. make it look He's so old steep, chic and stylish. I call him tripod. Um, tripod, that's right. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm flying over there. So you there. think you're going to have to learn because you're going alone? Yeah, I'm flying over there by myself. He's already going to. So I'm what flying into Sapporo, which is the city where they make beer. You ever yeah, yeah, yeah. beer? Japanese beer? Delicious. Yeah, it's good. So. I don't drink anymore, but you know, when I did. God, what's it been a year? Dana's been sober for a year. We'll come back to that after my story. I'm flying over there by myself. How many times am I going to say that? And Yeah, I'm like, what, do you want a prize? You flying to a And I'm renting a car, and I don't speak the language. Dude, they drive on the... And I'm driving like two hours to the mountains. They drive on the left side of the road. No, they don't. I think Japan does. No, they don't. I swear to God. Does Japan drive... No, they don't drive on the left side of the road. We need need a Jamie. We need a fact check. We need a producer Jamie to actually like... fact check this shit. Hey, Jamie, pull it up real quick. Jamie? Hey, Laura. Jamie? Pull it up real quick. No? Okay. Okay, Um, no one's helping us. (laughs) 
Just us. Just, so we're gonna. Just, it's, 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 it's we'll Siri. find out. We'll find out. Hey Siri, does Japan drive on the left side of the road? Okay, I found this on the web for Does Japan drive on the left side of wow, the road? Wow, dude. It says. Check it out. Why does Japan drive on the left side of the road? Ouch. <laughs> well, that's good that you taught me that, Daniel. Yeah, it'll be good. It's better that you know now. If anything out of this podcast, you just taught me that I I was gonna be on the wrong side of the road driving there. I'm good. It's better you know. You can like prep for it. Maybe do some Google search. Like, oh, what should I prepare for? Because oh, shit. I I haven't. I personally haven't. But my my dad my my brother married an Irish girl, so. Oh, we've they don't been over drive on the left side of the family, road in Ireland, right? Huh? They drive on the left side of the road. They, they do. do in England. They do. Yep. Yeah. It's like UK, Ireland. Well, I don't even know if it's called the UK anymore because they just had Brexit. The, yeah, Brexit. So they had Brexit yesterday and now. Is it a United Kingdom? Is it a kingdom? Well, they still haven't exited the European Union yet. Like they have negotiations that they have to go right. through still. But it's like official that they're on their way out though. Like I think... Yeah, it was like it was voted on. But like now they it's voted like, that they're going to leave, but now they have to negotiate deals on getting out. Yeah, I saw a great video. We should share it. It's like maybe in the in the comments or something. But it's these like British comedians, and they're like, "Okay, so what is Brexit? What is Great Britain? What is the UK?" And it's just like the breakdown of everything. And it's like, "Oh, okay, so like England, Wales, and Scotland. What are they? They they participate in the Olympics, but that." They don't. They're not on the same like rugby teams, and like, it's just like this weird breakdown. It's like okay, they're they're part of the EU, or who's a part of the EU? Ireland and Northern Ireland? Not yes, no. And so it's just fascinating. It just makes no sense. You got a friend there. (laughs) You got a friend in me. You know what was cool? Me and Laura shot a video, a YouTube video yesterday, actually. And it was us giving advice. It was a Q&A advice. And I asked it on my Instagram. I got to watch it. cool that you can do that now? I haven't edited it and put it together yet. We just did it yesterday. Okay. But isn't that cool? Dude, that is like cool. I, it's like I wanted to ask you some questions. Dude, you should have. Like, dude. My dude. dude you should have my dude. dude. But I, I was kind of being a dick. I was like trolling. Oh, so I, I would I love myself. to troll. I know. You would have thought it was I would have for sure answered it. You know I would have said have. like... Yeah, you guys can answer on your I'm next one. Socks like, off on this podcast, people. <laughs> Ew. Did that just make it weird? You're sick. Well, I guess we're playing to all of our like foot fetish crowd. <laughs> we are. Which is ninety eight percent of our audience. The... We found. Get those dogs out of here, the bro! You just got back from golfing. I did golf, golf, golf. Yeah. So yeah. that is foul. I shot a hundred and four, and if you don't know golf. That's amazing. If you don't know it, it is incredible. Anything over a hundred, you don't know it, is complete shit. Yeah, that's where I'm no, at right now in my score. golf game. But if it makes you feel better, I probably would have scored a lot more. It does make me feel better. Okay, to know that I'm better at you than something. At yeah. something. I got some buddies at the waste management open. It's like a, it's uh, that feels like the biggest rager of a golf course and or of a golf tournament, and I'm super stoked that they do that. The waste management open. Yeah, it's in Phoenix. It's like a big thing every year. Everyone, everyone just goes and rages. It's crazy. Oh, that sounds great. It's it looks phenomenal. It's like the only thing about golf that I'm like, oh, dude, golf is one of those sports. There's like nobody watches it, but it's really fun. Are to you play. joking, dude? Dude, what, there's the I, I just mean comparative to like other sports. 
Like the oh, the well, population of people who actually watch think, golf is much less. I well, I don't know. I don't know what the numbers are, so I can't even make an argument. But well, I mean, I don't know the what exact blows me numbers. Away These are just guesses, is, but that, well, I do know a lot of people that love to watch golf, and that blows me I away. Mean, I know people that love to watch golf. My too. dad can you know, just pop it on for a weekend, but man, he's doing it to it. take a nap. I mean, he's napping during it, but <laughs> exactly. Who? Yeah, but that's kind of the beauty of it. As you get older, you're like, what? Give me an excuse. Let me find something that's going to help me nap. <laughs> is that what and Maybe that's why older? golf is so popular. <laughs> yeah. It certainly makes me nap. Actually, yeah. it makes me restless and I got to like get up and get up and move around. Yeah. It's usually something important that makes me nap because I'm such a good procrastinator. Uh, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Now it's you're the, the farthest thing from a procrastinator, dude. Dude, no, bro. My dude. There's, there, no, I, I'm. You're a you're a doer. You're like I do things. If you guys have seen the movie Yes Man, that is Daniel yes. to a T. Like I think you just like saw yeah. that movie and you're like I'm gonna emulate my life after. But this. here's the thing about being like a yes man, which it, which Tyler's talking about. I have problems saying no, turning people down. Like I'm just so into whatever. And this is true. Don't. Uh, yeah. You want, do you want to admit to this? No, no, no. I'm, I'm good with that. Okay. You're right. I'll say yes to anything, but there's so much. If you keep saying yes to stuff, there's then you're saying no to the things that you need to be doing sometimes. And okay. that's the whole thing. That That's gotcha. where you're procrastinating. Like procrastinating is so great. I can get tons of stuff done, but it's not the most important thing. And that's what procrastinating. That's why I know I'm a procrastinator. Because I'm saying yes to everything else. So you're just saying yes to the dumb shit. A lot of times. Okay. A lot of it's admittedly and, yes. And not getting your the work that you need to do done. Right. Okay. Ooh. That's <laughs> they hit you in your feels right there. No, just a little burp. <laughs> <laughs> no, just a burp. I was like, oh, I could have been like, oh, but no, um, I brought it right in well, here. But you're you're changing that this year, right? Like you've already told me that you're turning down music festivals. Like things that you would typically oh God, already sign yourself up for. Me. I'm so sad. <laughs> yes, no, dude. No cello this year. No cello. I don't think. I don't think I'm gonna be able to squeeze That's it tough, in. I got man. weddings. I got bachelor parties. I have a feeling I'm gonna see you at Coachella. Even some of those. I'm, I'm I said no Coachella so last year, and I wind up going. And you know I love Coachella, man. I love music. Oh, more dude, you anything. love Coachella. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, if you're like, yo, dude, I got a free ticket, man. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You'll probably wrote me in, but no, I'm I'm trying to buckle down. This 2020 is the year of the grind, man. It this is. This is where we go. It's for also the, the year of the rat. That's right. <laughs> it's also the year of the rat king. Shout out Theo Vaughn. The rat king is that what he calls himself? That's like his nickname. I did not himself. know that. What a phenomenal podcast this past weekend. By Theo. Yeah, Theo does it. It's, I do, it's so should good. I be listening He's to so his podcast? Funny. I don't listen to any like single man show podcasts i usually listen to like interviewing podcasts like those are my favorites Same. like hearing Same. a celebrity talk or hearing hearing someone who's not typically in front of a microphone or like they're usually acting or something like that like or like a yeah. scientist or something like those are always the best ones for me to hear and not just like i listen to those the most yeah like like crystalia just talks into a camera for an hour that guy and is there's some insane. comic gold in there but theo von does that he did, Theo does it too. He'll have guests on, but he'll also do his one man show with like three cameras. And it's just, 
That's crazy. I mean, he can riff by himself forever. Chris D'Elia and Theo Vaughn are like two of the funniest comedians right now. Like, dude, the shit that they say is just like so. And like the mannerisms that that at least Theo he definitely uses is it's crazy. Oh, yeah, Have you seen like him little, at the the comedy store? I've never seen no, but I I mean I watch his podcast and okay. just the stuff. I've seen I've seen some of his stand up too. And the funny thing, do you remember Theo was on like the Real World? No. Yeah, dude. Theo was on the Real World. Theo. When I saw him, I, I didn't realize he was a comedian dude, for a while. I saw it recently. I mean recent like last year it's kind of when i like started noticing him because he's blowing up i mean undeniable but he's like getting in he's in with the the cool kids at like the comedy store you know yeah he's definitely blowing no he's one of the bigger guys there now yeah um one of the main acts i guess and also you know comics with podcasts he's joining that crew too and i couldn't believe i was like dude that is the guy who he was hilarious on real world he was phenomenal character but uh, character, well, it's supposed to be real world. Not like character. not like a TV character. That was poor choice of words. More like like he's a character. Like my mom used to say that to me. Oh, when I was okay, a kid. I like, got you, got you. Oh, well, I don't I remember what season was he on. Where were they at? I honestly, I don't know. Dude, they, they don't remember. do the real world anymore. I wish they did. They don't. They do a show now called uh, the, the Floor Bama Shore. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, have you? Saw an episode. Oh yeah, Flor- um, I, I wouldn't shout out to Floribama Shore. <laughs> they, I used to near like, and dear to your home and heart. Very near and dear. I used to like. I know those stomping grounds. I used to hang there every yeah. summer, every spring break. We'd either be in that area or PCB. Oh yeah, Panama City. It is Beach, spring Florida. break in, in Panama. 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 City Beach. You did spring break in PCB, dude. I got it. Did you go to Club La Vila? Yeah, is that the huge one? I yeah, think, that's the, yeah, that's yeah. the massive one that you always see during, uh, or you, that you used to see during MTV Spring Break. Like they would always be filming um, there. Yeah, like, and they would have like concerts and stuff there. Yeah, yeah. So funny story about Spring Break. Piece. Well, yeah, Panama City Beach, freshman year. So I'm a freshman at West Point. I had just finished what we call plead boxing. It's like freshman mandatory boxing course. You um, have to take boxing. You have to take it. That's yeah. so cool. Super cool. So I just got out of that. Um, with right gloves. Before, with gloves, yeah. Okay. We just open fist boxing. Yeah, like, you never know, dude. That's intense. <laughs> so I, I do that. And I go down with my buddy, and we meet up with his. All his friends are in this fraternity in, from Georgia, and they have this house on the beach. It is disgusting. It's yeah. Sorry to the North Georgia boys, but <laughs> but here's what happens. We're on the beach. I go. I'm looking for my buddies. They're like ahead of me on the beach and we're just walking. And, uh, I stumble upon this big crowd and these just guys are drunk brawling with these. Someone brought a couple of pair of gloves. So I'm and like, you oh. decided to step in. Oh yeah. Dude. Oh wow. Oh yeah. The confidence, the balls on this guy. Swagger. I was feeling like Connor McGregor. You just spit when you spoke, sir. <laughs> so, you have a bubble on your shirt. Whatever, dude. All right. <laughs> So I finally, I, I'm, you know, I'm pretty drunk, but I'm also feeling it. I'm like, oh, dude, I got skills. Cocaine's I just took a hell of a drug. Nine weeks. No, no, <laughs> did not do that. Um, just took nine weeks of boxing, feeling myself. So I jump in the ring and I, I mean, I destroyed the guy. You did? Oh, yeah. Wow. I thought this story was going the opposite No direction. way. I wouldn't tell you the story if I got beat up. <laughs> I did get beat up once, but I don't want to tell that story. So... <laughs> That's I'm, when I stopped fighting. 
Really? Oh, kind like of. you 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 beat the guy so bad that you were just like, wow, these are deadly weapons, and I need to put them away and never like, use them. I again. gotta retire, Law and Order. <laughs> oh my god, I gotta report these to the government. They're so lethal. Oh my. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Shaking. Yeah, I was like, oh, I don't know what power I have. Oh my god. And you've never picked up a pair of gloves since. No, no that's not true. Well, I don't know. I, th- I probably boxed. A few times, but uh, I remember we used to um, growing up, like we'd hang out in this kid's basement. I'm not going to say his name, but he had a pair of boxing gloves and we'd pass them around and we'd, we'd go at it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, not one pair. He had two pair of boxing gloves. You just had one I pair was, and you guys yeah, were like, <laughs> who's got the right it? glove? Okay. I got the right. You wear the left. Let's try this. <laughs> and you both are just swinging. God. Yeah. Um, old basement boxing. Classic. Base, basement boxing in Montgomery, Alabama. Yeah. Is there any other way? Is there any other thing that you'd rather see? Yeah. <laughs> One million things. things I'd rather see, actually. <laughs> Two million. Now it's a lot. It's the number counts. Mm. No offense to Montgomery, dude. I'm sorry. That was mean. No, I mean, like. You're obviously very proud of your boxing in the basement heritage. Yeah, that was yeah, really rude is, of me. This is me. This is what I am. So tell us about the time you got beat up. Okay, I will. <laughs> okay. Well. I kind of would rather just condense that story. Pre or post boxing classes? It was post. Okay. Was so post. you still had like, was this like, this is a legitimate fight. Like this wasn't like you picked up a pair of boxing gloves. It was a legitimate fight on the streets. I've never been Stillwater, in a fight. Oklahoma. You know, I. I take that back. I kind of was in one. I fought with my brother growing up, but that doesn't really count. Because yeah. you know, well, I mean, you, we definitely traded a lot of blows but for the most part you don't like it's pretty common rule that you're not hitting each other in the face but what, sometimes brothers? It came, yeah but sometimes it came to that well because like if you fuck somebody's face up like the parents are going to get involved yeah, like yeah, mom and dad are going to get involved like if i hauled off and give him a black eye like i'm going to catch a whole lot of shit for that so yeah. for the most part like it was mainly like body shots because you know you don't get in trouble body shots when you say that i'm like you guys are just pouring tequila and drinking it from each other's belly, <laughs> belly buttons, buttons. you weird brothers <laughs> <laughs> Hot. How close we are as brothers. Um, um, yeah, yeah, I, I got you though. It's but like, I mean, there was not the money maker. Mom cares. Yeah. If there's I got a black eye at Sunday the service, then it happened from time to time. But for the most part, we try not to. But oddly enough, Panama City, I got in a scuffle. I was um, I was underage drinking, and no. we were. Oh my god! How dare you? Could we were you? in a we were in a bar in Panama City. And my cousin was with me, and she put, I don't know why she did this. Laura could probably explain this better, but for some reason, she put a cigarette out on a guy's arm. Yeah. And naturally, yeah. the guy gets mad, and he sees the group of people that she's hanging with, and they come over to us. It's like mm-hmm. half guys, half girls. Probably your, like, this is your cousin that put the cigarette? This is my cousin, a, a girl. She put a cigarette out on this guy's arm. I don't Maybe he was like talking shit to her. Maybe he was trying to hit on her, and she wasn't having it. I don't know what happened, but or, she did let's it. Let's just say, like, rule of thumb, if you're getting hit on and you don't want to be hit on, like... You don't put a cigarette on. Yeah, there's... <laughs> There's not a lot of reasons, not a lot of good reasons to put cigarettes out on people. Yeah, well, just, just it I say avoid it. It happened, it's and assault. the guy saw who we were with. He grabbed. He's a local, mind you, because he's got a whole bunch of buddies in the bar with him. Grab them. They come over to us and start shit. They get kicked out of the bar by the security. Nice. 
we stay in the bar, have a few more drinks, get even more trash, not mm. even realizing they're waiting outside on yeah, us. Why did we not like? Of course, we should have known they were going to wait outside on us. But what would you done? Sneak out the back? No, I just mean like maybe I wouldn't have had like those few extra drinks in there. Yeah. But maybe it helped me courage, because bro. listen though, when we went outside. The guys were all out there, and one of the guys was not with the group, didn't realize he wasn't with the group. He was hiding behind a car over here on the left side. So we're walking, and he comes up from the car, and he hit me in the face, and I didn't even know what happened because I didn't even see him coming, and I was kind of drunk. Guy hits me in the jaw, and it like it stunned me for a second. Like I kind of blacked out for like a half second, but I stayed on my feet. And he ran past me so fast and I blacked out and I did not know what happened, Daniel. I thought I was like maybe so drunk that I was starting to black out like yeah. on my own. But then when I got in the car, I was like, shit, my jaw hurts. And I was like, did I get hit? And one of the, one of the guys that was with me, he was like, yeah, he Flash hit you, Gordon. dude. <laughs> yeah, fucking Flash, Flash came Gordon. out of nowhere. <laughs> smacked Dex my ass you. in the face. And yeah. Just cold just like, cocked oh, me and I had no happened? idea what happened. And yeah, so that's the the most amount of altercations that I've gotten in, in my Wait, life. Wait, the guy just ran off? Yeah, he ran over to his group, and we all kind of faced off with each other for a second, and then the cops came, we got in the car and left. Okay, good. Yeah. Dang, dude, that's, that is amazing. So you haven't really been in a fight, you just got... Uh, I just got cold cocked, and yeah, you gotta, the guy ran. What, what, what's the word? Blindsided? No. Blindsided, yeah. 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 That's the word. You got what? What is it like when you get? It's a cheap shot. Yeah, you got cheap, cheap shot. shot. Yeah, I did yeah. get cheap shot. I landed a cheap shot on you. Son of a bitch. Yeah, that is a son. Well, when I when I got beat up, it was one guy that was a pretty good fighter, and and he was giving me a run for my money. We got in an argument on the street. It was it was absurd. It was a, it was a girls being really drunk and rude, and uh, I might have, you know. Said some things to her, and this guy. Mm. Yeah. Wait, this was his his girlfriend? No, it wasn't even his girlfriend. She was just like she was a real, she was just a trashy person, oh. and just you know wanted to criticize me. I might have been wearing a pink polo. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so and that's what she was getting you on. Yeah, that's that's what takes Daniel off. You well, to... you know, no, she was just saying worse things because of it. Not like she wasn't like oh. That's a really uh, lame pink polo. She was she was attacking me because she was wasted, and we were walking, you know, on the street in Stillwater, Oklahoma, home of the OSU Cowboys. And yeah, I started kind of, I I wasn't very nice back to her, and this guy kind of walked up on that. And um, this he, wasn't his, her man, just some random guy. No, it wasn't her man. Just some, just like a random guy. Chivalrous. I mean, night that I was comes like, out of the. Black I was being pretty darkness. harsh on her. I was. <laughs> so you did you deserved? Did you deserve? No, you no. Got? He, I don't think so. But he didn't need to handle it. But I, he was kind of like taking her side, and I, I didn't like that either. Oh wait, who threw the first blow? Oh, I, th- I definitely think he did. But, did, but we did fought, you have and it was like kind you? of a scuffle, and I think he was probably winning. But then two of his buddies, this is the the shitty part, like two guys he knew were like holding me back. And they were trying to stop the fight. But at the same time, I I was the only one getting held down. So I was like kind of, you know, taking a beating while he's getting some shots in. And I'm like, this isn't. So fair. their guys are holding you back. And yeah, I'm getting held you. by like two guys. And then he's still getting some shots in. Oh, that's fun. To his credit, 
he he kind of like you know stopped the scuffle once it was like oh this guy actually isn't returning any so he wasn't trying to kill me but so thank you but were you KO'd or no 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 I wasn't KO'd but it, like he got some shots in on me and I'm like I'm helpless at this point I'm like yeah. alright this sucks like I quit I'm like what do you want Pulled I can your see. white hanky out yeah I was like I surrender please stop uh, beating me up were you pretty bloody no anything broken you know, like, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't bleed a lot. I don't think I bled at all, actually. So he probably didn't land any. the The nose that'll get you. I've I've landed a couple on on some people's noses that just breaking the noses. Just, just you just go around breaking people's noses. I broke I broke a nose in Hoboken. That should be the name of a song. <laughs> that's the broken that, nose in Hoboken. That's the name. It would be like a country song like no, that. No, that's but. the name of this podcast. Broken nose. <laughs> Sick. This episode. Wait, where is Hoboken? Hoboken's on the other side of New York. Like, it's in Jersey. Oh, okay. So they, they have, like, open container. Or when I was there, like, 10 years ago, right after college, I okay. was with a couple guys that I didn't know super well. We were kind of working on an army assignment together. And we went into Hoboken. Early in the night, I had, like, two beers, and we're going to the next place. And this guy just throws a slushy on us. And... It made no sense. It was like a you know one of those alcoholic slushies or whatever. It made no sense. We just like all turn around, we're kind of soaked in the back, and I'm like apologize to my friends, and I'm trying to make a point and be macho or whatever. Didn't really know what I. I didn't really want to fight. It was pretty early. I was pretty sober, but like, uh, it, you know, it was the principle. So, but this guy was just an idiot, and he's like slurring his words. I'm not gonna apologize to you, blah blah. So then I'm like, yeah, like you're gonna apologize. Like, come on do the right thing and he just he punches me and kicks me at the same time so Ooh, get that move. on camera boom and it like it barely grazes me i'm like whoa okay and i just lined up and and it just straight one straight to the face and he just square his face exploded um, oh and he yeah he like went to the ground and his face was just like so much blood i got like a little bit on me and uh and yeah, the, his friends were like, oh my god, we're so sorry. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> good. And then put the weapons away. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, I was like, oh, okay. I, I'm like, okay, good. okay. And then we like walked away. And for the next 30 or 40 minutes, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, on my head, I'm looking over my shoulder. I'm like, oh god, I, I hope they don't come after me. Did you think that you killed this guy? No, no, he was like sitting, he like kind of was able to stand up, but he didn't like go all the way out. He, his head didn't like hit the ground. His face exploded, but he like landed on his butt. I how you keep describing it as his face exploded. At literally like a, a star cluster of blood went across his face. You must have just caught him so square. So, super square. Oh. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I feel bad for that guy. Do you feel bad that you hit him that hard? I don't. <laughs> God, Daniel, no remorse. I, I think he'll be fine. One, because it was his nose. I don't even, I don't know that I broke it, but I I don't feel bad because I think like he'll wake up, he would wake up the next morning and be like, oh. So this is uh, what Maybe I shouldn't much. be a huge piece of shit when I'm drinking and like yeah. throw slushies on strangers and liquid courage, man. It's a hell of a from, drug. Yeah. Yeah. It you know? is. So I don't. I don't really fight at all anymore. I it's been years. Ever since you broke a nose in Hoboken. No, since I got beat up when I was like twenty three. 
Wait, is so. this a different story? Or the same That's one? when I got beat the up. Same, no, I got one. beat up in Stillwater. And okay. And the hobo can happen before that. Then you don't fight anymore. Gotcha. So I was, I'm, I'm very much like, I will find reasons the to most peaceful fight. resolution or that I can. Yeah. yeah I, I'm very much uh, a peacekeeper these days. And I like it better. It's it's an easier life. You're a lover, not a fighter. I'm now. A lover, not a fighter. I there's uh, you know when you're a young, young kid, a lot of a lot of testosterone or pumping, testosterone. and just I had kind of grew up with a short fuse. I got, you know I had ADD and I'm just yeah. kind of I'm all over the place. So my twenties I've spent just kind of like how do I control this rage and turn it into something wonderful? Channel it into something great. Yeah, channel it into something great. Like acting, huh? Like acting. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to... Ch- yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to channel that Channel that shit, dude. Acting. I'm going to channel Love the it. slinging software for How did... I, I think that's what a lot of people in their lives, like... I think Kanye probably is one of the best people, one of the best examples of, like, channeling something that is not in society, something that's a positive form of... Like, cause he has, um, a, not ADHD, he has, what does he have? Bipolar disorder? Yeah, exactly. I was about to say split personality disorder, but that's a lot different. Bipolar <laughs> disorder, right? But like, yeah. he calls it his superpower and like he attributes yeah. it to a lot of like his success. And I think like people who like their kids, you know, had ADD, so they want to put them on Ritalin or they want to put them on Adderall to like try to at least like get them to calm down and learn school and things like that. But like, like Laura, I think she has like a a touch of ADD as well. And she's able to like channel it in such a way of where like she has this amazing drive that she has for work. Absolutely. And like an ethic that comes with it rather than trying to like take some pills to like suppress it. Great. You brought that up. I I think, so I've been um, prescribed Adderall for going on five years now. Uh Uh-huh. Towards the end of the army, I was a, they changed some some rules and stuff, so I was able to go get diagnosed and stuff. Um, I had always avoided it when I was a, a kid because my mom was concerned that I wouldn't be able to get into West Point, and so anyway, because being on Adderall, yeah, because if you were prescribed Adderall or like oh they wouldn't let you had in. ADD, then they wouldn't let you. Gotcha. Um, but then they through like, I don't know, five or seven years ago, something like that. They kind of changed the rules sometime in the last 10 years. So I got diagnosed and took Adderall for the past five years. I'm actually getting like, I've been weaning myself off for a few months and have five been years of straight of like taking Adderall. Not five years straight. There were a couple, couple big breaks. Yeah. Like a seven month break. And, but that one was not intentional. It was cause like my healthcare at the VA was kind of, jumbled when i move so, so i was just like just coping yeah but this time it's like very intentional i'm super excited about it i yeah. feel great i feel like i've been able to do some good work do you see it like that though do you see it as like you're able to channel this almost extra burst of energy right and if yeah. you're able to like the difference funnel now, it into a specific direction or specific yeah. project like you could fucking go beast mode on that compared to 100 percent if you yeah, were and that's like, the that's the whole trick. And that's how it was when I was younger. I found things that I my parents really put a lot of pri- uh, pride in like good grades. Yeah. So that was something that like I loved the accolades. So I would I would like ramp it up kind of at the last minute and like do the, you know, study 
or you know the, the night before type cram thing and sesh. like cram and I, yeah oh yeah just because you have ADD doesn't mean that. you're like dumb necessarily or or less intelligent or, no definitely not so it yeah it varies but, but so yeah it basically it was like you find what you're passionate about or what matters or what's what's important to you and and that to me at the time was important now life doesn't really give gr- grades per se so you really got to dig deep i think and find what you love go for that and i think that's why a lot of one a lot of people in the military have ADD and they do really well because it's very high stakes. I also think creators, a lot of creators, a lot of actors have it, but it's like when it's in the moment and you got people watching and it's time to go and perform, then it, it happens. Um, or, you know, you, you rise to the challenge. Um, same with like sales and, um, entrepreneurs. Those are, those are a lot of those people have it. Um, yeah. So you, no. you're saying like that they're able to channel it and use it to their advantage. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. it's it becomes a strength when because you become hyper focused. Yeah, on when it's something in, pa- or in when it's something that you're passionate about. Something that, that matters to you. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of times it used to be when I was younger, it would be like, oh, you're about to be in trouble. Like you might get grounded for bad grades or something. So boom, hike it you know, right up or West point, it was kind of the same. It was, Oh shoot. Like you might fail out. That's what happened my freshman year. Yeah. And it was always like you hit the the low and then you're like, wow, I never want to feel that again. And then you start performing to a higher level and stuff. So gotcha. What do you think about like kids being on it though? I don't think, I think it's risky because after five years of being on Adderall as think, an adult, as an adult too. So my brain's been pretty much developed for yeah. that, that whole time. I feel like it has just put you to put, put my brain to sleep a little bit in really? ways where I, I don't for better or for worse. You know, I don't feel that like a sharp intensity or sharp. Yeah. Is sharp sometimes. Yeah. It's getting better and it's I've enjoyed like getting off of it and I'm feeling kind of liberated from that. But that's a risk you're taking with, with kids. Yeah, because they're still developing. Like I don't I have there been like cause Adderall hasn't been around for a really long time, right? Like I know Ritalin no, yeah, was Ritalin, around when I was a kid. And there's like similar, a, right? It's super Adderall, similar. Adderall, there's a Ritalin. change in in like one's a certain type of methamphetamine, another one, you know. Well, have they, has it, I guess my question is, has it been around long enough for there to be like actual year long, not year long, but multi year long like studies? Test. Like, yeah, what like studies. Yeah, like studies. Yeah, studies done on like. 80 if, yeah, no. if you're like, no. What kids' brains are going through that are not on Adderall versus what they are as, the, as they the are on Adderall. The problem with Adderall is it, it makes you fit a system that is a little bit dated. Like Flawed. our school system. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was the appropriate thing for a hundred years ago or whatever. The industrial yeah. revolutions. It was built to kind of funnel you and to go. The factories. The factories. The corporate world. The corporate world. Yeah, exactly. The corporate world of like the fifties and sixties. Much different than the corporate, That's corporate the world now. Yeah. They're a lot different. So it didn't play to the strengths of kids with ADD. Yeah. Kids with ADD just need to be engaged differently, I think. Yeah. 
and I don't know if I'm repeating myself, but easier said than done. Like ADD in school, you just got to find what makes them passionate. Like, what do they want to learn or, you know, how, how do they want to engage? What's going to connect with them? So it's a little different than, Hey, this is important because grades or something. Yeah. It's got to be more maybe impactful. Oh yeah. Like attached. And same, same with life. It's like, what, what is the, have you found the thing that plays your strengths and your passions and the, that's the thing that gets you excited to go wake up, like wake up every morning mm-hmm. and go tackle the day. And this just podcast crush it. is becoming that for me. Nice. I'm enjoying it. Dude, I hope you perfect. are. Yeah, absolutely. We, I mean, really I'm enjoy it. Record more and more and more. We're doing this. What did we say? A hundred plus. Well, we're so doing Daniel it right threw out a statistic today that said some what'd you say some odd most, con- most podcasts. podcasts i think like fizzle out around like 12 or 13 episode 12 and that 13. might be an old number because maybe the average is way worse well we're going beyond that people you yeah. better believe joe rogan's around like 1500 so who knows 1500 is insane that's amazing go back to his google, first google his first i didn't watch i, I i'm gonna go watch it the first but who does he talk to first? I, I don't even know. It was know probably just that. him. No, it was, it was like a buddy. I think that maybe he was like co-hosting even at How the beginning. How many years does it take to get to 1,500? How long has he been doing it? And I wonder, does he film one a week? Ten years. No, dude. Sometimes he films them back to back. Yeah? He just thought like, he'll be in the studio and just, yeah, why not have guests come through? Good for him. I, I think he does. He's another like someone with the insane work ethic. Yeah, he just Joe Rowe. But he's doing what he loves. That's just, oh my god, yeah. He's got I mean, he's, so many different endeavors that he's into. Yeah, I even I had been listening to him for a while and I was even, like, Oh, it's the fear factor guy. Yeah. And it turns out he's like No no, he's not the fear incredible. factor. He's the UFC guy. Well that too, yeah. So I'm saying or like, that he's too, doing yeah. so much. You could say that about anything. Well, I didn't know he's and he does so much hilarious like hilarious comic. Yeah. Oh no, that's the guy from the comedy store. Yeah, That's the well, guy somebody from knows him from one of those things. Yeah, I no. was thinking, like Fear Factor guy. Oh, what? he's I got a podcast? Fear, I remember Fear Factor. Oh, it's incredible? Jay. Okay. Cool. It, but that's uh, that was an inspiration to me, too, to Same. see his to see his first podcast, and it's just, it, it looks... He was actually on a TV show for a while. I, he was talking oh, news about radio? it. He was talking about it in his last podcast. I've it was a sitcom news radio wait news is called news said? radio okay well then there you go you knew what it was yeah i for, i've so the guy from tv as well the guy from news radio yeah, oh from that news guy from news radio yeah, okay he's been in everything and he does jujitsu like he does so much stuff oh, he's like, like accomplished he yeah, does so like, much stuff off camera as well and it's just like yeah he sleeps yeah i've heard he eats yeah has sex with his wife clearly because wow. he has some kids that's amazing that's crazy yeah go joe he reads some bedtime stories well i don't, yeah, well, don't want to speculate on too that far. there's an, I, I can't prove that <laughs> i mean is he writing children's stories kid, does he have not, does he have boys or girls i wonder if they look like him i think he's got daughters oh, okay Oh he's, wow! I bet he's uber protective. Oh, he's like he's like, like shotgun daddy, Kobe, like alpha dads that just have a bunch of daughters. The cool thing about that is usually the daughters end up being really badass too. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're the ones that grow up to be like CEOs. CEOs. I always yeah. say CEOs, but now I'm, there's so many like other cool things too. But CEOs, oh, yeah. it's a pretty badass. Yeah. Kind of title. 
All right, Daniel. I think we're wrapping this potty up today. Um, You're going to silence me? Silence you on what? What else do you want to speak about? No, this has been good. This has been great. I'm getting tired. It is late, guys. It's like 10 p.m. and I leave for Cabo in the morning. So leave at like noon. We're gonna okay, but I still have to pack for Japan. I have yeah. to pack all of my snow gear because as soon as I get home at twelve, I leave at six. I mean, sorry, I said that backwards. No, six, as soon as I get 12. home, I know I get home yeah, at you go noon. To, from six to midnight, I get it. At midnight to midnight. Okay. I don't have much time in between, so I have to pack for both trips tonight. All right, dude, get it. That's for a bummer. Majority of the Japan maybe trip. I'll have a second. Save a little bit in the morning. But save yeah. do what? It's it. Well, you, what am I talking about? Pack in this the morning. This is the procrastinator in me. You want me to pack in the morning? You don't wait in the morning. I like wait to sleep morning. as late. I'd rather stay up late and pack than to wake up early. Yeah. Okay. And pack. You know what I'm saying? No. Like something about like sleeping in the a.m. is just better to me, and like just getting something done in the middle of the night. Not not your vibes. I was just gonna say like not wake up feeling. an hour before. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to get over there till like eleven. To the, airport. to the airport. Yeah, that's so much time in the morning. We'll see, dude. Because you'll wake but, up at five like normal. Oh, JK. All right. Okay. We can end it there. You're like, is he listening to me? <laughs> we can end it there. We're ending it here, guys. Um, thank you guys for listening. And thank you, Daniel, to you. I was going to say thank you for being on the podcast, but like you're going to be on this podcast every day. Also, thank you for being on our podcast. We'll we'll just thank each other for being on our podcast. Absolutely. We're casting it, bro. Well, thank you, sir. The conversation has been a real delight. Thank you guys for listening. Our listeners have been a real delight. They are a real delight. Episode two. They're wonderful. In the books. In the books. Wonderful. Huh? Dude, we should try. Oh, wait. Okay. What'd you say? Cut it. I said wonderful. Oh. V- wonderful. I have character. Oh, okay. wonderful. I'm like the crazy party boy from Germany. <laughs> like, where are the coolest parties, okay? I'm like, what accent <laughs> would you like me to talk in? I can I go so it. many. I have so much range. <laughs> what was the one? You were doing a British guy earlier, and it was great. Oh, shit. But I like that one, though. Yeah, British, I, was, I was obsessed by it. I was talking to my microphone, just becoming more and more in love with my voice. <laughs> I, I was actually, like it was a bit more aggressive earlier because I was just oh, making sweet love to the microphone. Have you heard Joe Rogan do his old man voice? No. It's scary. I want You it. have to listen to it. I'll go Google it. You should. Y'all should too. Can you do a Southern? Roll Tide, baby. Roll Tide? Roll Tide. You know what? I can. You know what? I can fake a Southern accent. A and Southern I draw. Oh. Oh, you're talking more of a Savannah. A Savannah, Georgia. I have more like, of a, a draw to it to lure you in like HP Burger. You sound like Foghorn Leghorn. Yes, I was going to say Foghorn Leghorn. That's what yeah. you sound like. That's, yeah, that's Fog true. Foghorn Leghorn. Oh, now I say here, now I, I, say, see I, here, say, I, I say, I said this podcast <laughs> is ending. I say, I say, you might be right, No, boy. I, I cut think, it there already, Daddy. Now listen, boy, listen, I think it's Daniel. time to cut it. I think it's been cut. It's been done cut. It has been cut. Oh, we cut. To pieces. Yeah, we cut. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's go. All right, boys. <laughs> Later. <laughs>